0: to you. Bill Michaels show on the air and uh, we are glad you're with us today. Thanks as always for, uh, for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, the day after the therapy session, I guess, is the best way to put it. A lot to get to today. We got uh, NFL power rankings today, and yes, the uh, Packers continue to fall. We have got uh, Mike McCarthy from yesterday and a lot of what he had to say regarding uh, the Green Bay Packers and getting ready to, uh, to come back home, so to speak, as uh, you know his, his wife, Jessica, and kids and such are originally from here. So we're going to hear from him uh, some interesting stuff on Jordan Love. Interesting stuff on Jordan Love and the 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 question that many are now starting to ask: Going, well, you know what? The season's pretty much done, so we should, you know, kind of shouldn't we go ahead and start Jordan Love? You got to figure out what you've got in Jordan Love. If you're the Packers and you don't know what you have in Jordan Love at this point, then shame on you. I think the only reason Jordan Love would play would be to get a little bit of experience, but more so for the fans to figure out what Jordan Love is. Um, but, and I I was even kind of thinking, well, towards the end of the season, if all is lost, you go ahead and, and maybe play Love. I think there's a couple of things at work here that, um, that you need to address. One is you're paying Aaron Rodgers a boatload of money to be the quarterback of this team. Um, secondly... I think the audition for next year and the whole thing about getting on the same page with your receivers has to extend from this season into next season. Because next year, you got to figure, and I'm actually, uh, now I I believe Rodgers is coming back next year. Um, He maybe changes my mind along the way, God knows. But uh, I believe he's coming back next year. So I think right now is the time that you, you're looking to work with Romeo Dobbs. You're looking to get Christian Watson healthy and see what you can make out of him. You're looking for the advancement of Samari Torre and then obviously giving them something to think about, work on, the film to look at in the offseason as to come next year, hit the ground running and be on the same page. in that, you know you know, freshman to sophomore year jump, so to speak, in the NFL. You know? So I think uh, just to me, I, I think that's two reasons why we talk about well, you know, he doesn't have to play with him and you gotta coach him up and I think right now is about just getting better. Is about doing things better today than you did yesterday and doing things better tomorrow than you do today. I I that's what I think. I think you gotta get on the same page with these guys. Now can you play love along the way at some point? Sure you can. Sure you can. But, um, you know, to me, I I believe Rodgers is coming back. He's got the, what is it, 50 million reasons to come back. So I I believe he's coming back, at least for for one more year, if not two. And I I would get as much time and as many reps together with this wide receiving core as you can, so you know exactly the – the connection, the relationship, the trust, and all that kind of yada yada blah 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 bull stuff. Uh, so you can get that all together, and uh, that way you can uh, you know get into next season and say you've got even more familiarity after playing together for an entire season and basically wasting an entire season. You know um, this whole thing about the fans. You know, wow! It's time to play Jordan Love. You can lose, you know, as easy with Jordan Love as you can with Aaron Rodgers. I I agree with that, but going into next season, I you're not going to be starting Jordan Love. You're going to be starting Aaron Rodgers, and and we're going to be talking about the same thing. You know, you got to be on the same same page. So I I think that's two big reasons why you're you're going to continually see. Uh, Jordan Love or uh, Aaron Rodgers instead of Jordan Love. But, you know, I, at some point, I would assume you're going to see a few snaps from Jordan Love. Now, uh, Devondre Campbell, Dallin Levitt uh, on w- what's called Clubhouse Live. It's a, a show in Green Bay. And they talked about Jordan Love and what they see from Jordan Love. Take a listen. I mean, I think Jordan's a, a great
1: player, I think he's a great teammate. Um, you know, I'm not in the offensive meetings, but. I can't see the way that the ball comes out of his hands. I can't see the way that he's decisive um, playing against our defense. I mean, we, I don't know about y'all, but I think we got a pretty good defense, and he does a really good job for us in practice, gives us a real look, and um, it's pretty impressive. He's done some some pretty impressive things. He's a starting quarterback. Okay, yes. there we go.
0: Yeah, No yeah. question. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks, and there's a lot of starting quarterbacks. Wow, there we go. That's good stuff there. So there you go. They say he's better than a lot of starting quarterbacks. That's from Devondre Campbell. I don't know if I believe that. Um, you would have to kind of go through that list of starting quarterbacks that you believe he's better than. But they feel he. Now you're not going to come out as a teammate, especially for a backup, and start trashing a guy. So you also have to. You also have to take that into consideration. But. Um, they, they like him. Look, I've never thought Jordan Love was a bad dude. Never. Can Jordan Love get better when he got to the NFL? Yeah, certainly. I mean, if you don't get better then you know, <laughs> you hit your ceiling and coming out of college into the NFL and you didn't get any better, something would be dra- dramatically wrong. I just never thought that Jordan Love was going to be anything above mediocre. I think there's a lot to it, Bill. Thank you very much thank you very much and um i we saw a little glimpse of him this year in the preseason where he played you know okay he had a couple of moments you know um where he he you know rolled out a couple of times showed us some athleticism looked okay on the uh, on the run i think the throw to romeo dobbs that he had on the sideline uh and it went incomplete but i i thought man he he damn near dropped that right in the bucket there was a couple of glimpses where you said okay you can see something, you know, when it comes to maybe being an NFL quarterback, but there was nothing of dynamic there. Um, So I look, I maybe he'll you know, I thought Rashawn Gary was going to be average at best and he's proven me wrong. So maybe Jordan Love will. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. 877 867 hit us up by all means go ahead and do so that's the phone numbers to get a hold of us uh you want to find us on twitter at bill underscore michaels at bill underscore michaels producing the program as always ben kenny at ben z kenny over on twitter you can find us on facebook uh the bill michaels show bill michaels show on youtube and on twitch tv you can find us on spotify youtube uh you can find us over on um uh, Apple uh, Pie, Apple, uh, Apple, iTunes and the podcast there, Google Podcast. The website is simply Uh So many different ways to get a hold of us. So many different ways. How are you doing today, Ben, Kenny? Did you get some sleep? I got some sleep. I feel good,
1: really. Good. Um, I don't know. When it comes to Jordan Love, I think I'm curious today. Like genuinely curious in what it could look like. And I would love if there's a some sort of opportunity where all knowledge, all uh, normal thinking goes out the window that you just outlined when it comes to Rogers and why you can't really move on from him. I wish there was just one week where that could all be put aside. What if Rogers made no money for a week? We didn't have to think about the future. I want to see what it looks like with love, if I'm being honest. And I kind of want them Um, to start winning games.
0: Now, here's, here's the next question. Okay, suppose, Lynn, just suppose, that you start love. Okay, and suppose there's two reasons why you would start love. One is because maybe just maybe you either believe that Rodgers isn't coming back or Rodgers is hurt or whatever. Okay, so there's that one group. The second group is that you believe that he's pretty good. And maybe as your team continues to spiral downward, maybe you put him on the trade block. And show him off for other teams. So maybe teams begin to call and say hey we'd like to you know know what you want for Jordan Love and then you get yourself that extra pick cuz god knows they covet picks that extra pick and maybe if you're going to draft high anyway you go with a receiver or whomever and then after that you get yourself another quarterback or vice versa maybe you tra- maybe you trade that pick and move on otherwise uh it, the uh, you know and, and again Harry says well then again if you start Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers going to be upset I think that would be the only – I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers being upset right now because doing it kind of, quote, his way since last year. Last year when they came in and all was glorious and it was the giant arms around Aaron training camp, uh, they ended up having the number one overall seed and they got everything they wanted at home and the team completely, offensively, special teams crapped the bet. We all know that. They come back this year. We're worried about Aaron. Aaron doesn't play in the pre- They basically cater to everything he wanted to do. Didn't want to play in the preseason. Doesn't want to do certain things. Doesn't want to coach him up. Doesn't want to come to OTAs. Doesn't want to be at mini camps. Doesn't like joint practices. All that different stuff that he's been very vocal about. They do it his way, and the team is terrible. He's terrible. They're terrible. Everything. So now you kind of go, okay, we don't necessarily. We've done it kind of your way, and it's, it's really not worked. We've kept Bakhtiari, We've kept Randall Cobb. We've kept Mercedes Lewis. We've done certain things. It's time to cut bait and get this team better. We we've got to move on. Okay, so the 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 only thing that you could do is if if Aaron says, "Hey, give I'm I'm a competitor. I want to get my stats better. I want to make this team better. I want to get some wins. I want to get some positive energy moving into next season. I'm committed." But go ahead and give Jordan a shot. Just let him, you know, kind of get his time. That's great. But there is this thought that if you put Jordan Love in, you're going to completely PO the quarterback. And that might be the only area that I would say tread lightly. Cause you don't you don't want an, you don't want another offseason of of problematic feelings hurt ego. What you want is this season sucked. Let's wrap our arms around it throughout the offseason. Let's dedicate this last season or the last two seasons of Aaron Rodgers towards winning a title instead of just trying to figure out what we're going to do, what egos we're going to massage, who's going to feel good, who's not going to feel. Maybe that's the only thing that might come back to bite you. So that's where I would kind of tread lightly. Other than that, I think you're, you're pretty good. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, what if love comes in, looks great, leads them to
1: what? Three wins and four games to finish the season He'd get you a worse draft pick, but what if what if he shows that he's the guy for the future? And then you can um, find some way to move on from Rodgers
0: and actually enter next year with life. Yeah, the only way you can move on from Rodgers is if you're going to eat a good portion of that contract and trade him away. Um, but I think he's got a full no-trade clause, too. And remember, he was the one that said, I will retire, I'm going to remain a Green Bay Packer for the remainder of my career. Um. And the Packers were the ones that were worried about. Make, look, I, I still think Rodgers is an unbelievably good quarterback. I think right now it's that is below the surface of a lot of crap. I think there's a lot of stuff that's gone on, and I also think that the loss of Devontae was huge. I think the way they went about this whole thing was wrong. I think the decisions they made and the personnel they brought in were not good. Um, the shuffling of the offensive line has been problematic. Uh, the shuffling of coaches has been problematic. I think it's, it's you know, not just Aaron Rodgers in the thumb. I think there are a lot of different layers to this very poorly made cake, and it has to change. So I, I think that there's a lot that has to go into the off season to fix the problems we see today. Now, whether or not that's, you know, firings and such, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I have no idea. I, so that that's the other aspect of this. I mean, if things go horrifically wrong and people aren't listening to Matt Lafleur or what have you, and the coaching staff and Joe Barry is is gone, I I, I don't know. I then then what? Because you were supposed to be a much more dominant defense. But I thought one of the best analogies came. Um, I was listening to Good Morning Football, and they I shouldn't say an analogy, but basically. The argument was made like, look, they didn't put together the 85 Bears, and they didn't put together the Super Bowl-winning Baltimore Ravens led by Ray Lewis and company and and Ed Reed. What they put together was a good defense that has the ability to cover, that has the ability basically to keep the ball in front of them. When your offense is scoring 27 to 30 points a game, this is a team that's only going to give up anywhere from 17 to 24 points a game, which means you're going to win a lot of football. This team was not built to win specifically with your defense on a week-in and week-out basis. And that's the way, that's the pressure on this defense that is there now. And and, and that's a really good way of looking at things. And that's, that's correct. This isn't a bunch of beasts up front with... You know, middle linebackers that are going to punch you in the mouth and blitz you and come off the edge. You don't have Aaron Donald sitting there. You don't have Nick Bosa sitting there. You don't have TJ Watt sitting there. You don't have these guys that can rush the quarterback on a consistent basis. You don't have Von Miller coming off the edge. You don't have that. What you had was two good bookends in Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary. You had Devondre Campbell roaming the middle. You had a pretty good uh, defensive front, adding some beef with Jerron Reed, keeping TJ Slayton, who pushes three twenty-five, and then adding some rookies that can give you some versatility and athleticism. That's it was made to hold you, not to stop you. And that it that was a it makes you pause for a minute and think because Sometimes when you keep seeing pressure after pressure after pressure being put on this defense and they hold a team for three quarters and then ultimately it breaks down in the end, well, a lot, of, a lot of defenses do. I'm not making excuses, but a lot of defensive defenses do. But at that point in time, you expected a two-score advantage. So, therefore, teams have to throw the ball. You can pin your ears and come back after them because it takes the run out of play. And, therefore, you become a more opportunistic defense. It hasn't panned out that way at all. At all. And it's because of the offense. It's, you know, when Roger said we have to give our defense more opportunities, he's right. That's the way this team was built. 877 867 1670 Hit us up. Uh, Phone lines wide open. you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Give us a shout. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We're going to be live tomorrow night. We're going to be out at Sunset Grill in Pewaukee going to be out there six to eight tomorrow night looking forward to it well that's kind of kind of sort of my neck of the woods but uh, i love going out there anyway because it's just a really cool place but uh, the huddle going to be out there tomorrow night six to eight looking forward to it stop by say hi they have bud light specials going on all night long that's the bill michaels huddle tomorrow night brought to you by bud light
2: this is the bill michaels show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network
0: Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael's show. We continue on. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Don't forget, uh, we got power rankings coming up at the bottom of the hour. we got Mike McCarthy's presser coming up after the top. About an hour from now, as a matter of fact, we're going to hear from uh, Mike McCarthy as well as uh, he talks about his return to Green Bay. Packers off today, getting back at it. Tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, we bring in our guy Rob Reichel from uh, Forbes.com, dot Conley Media. You can find him over on Twitter at Rob Reichel as well. Joining us now on the hotline, Mike. Hey, or uh, Rob, how you doing? We got Mike Clemens or Mike McCarthy later on too, uh, as I mentioned before. I'm all over the place today, Rob. How you doing, buddy?
2: Mike, Matt, Lindy, and Fonte, Barkstein, <laughs> right? Whoever, yeah. You you got got
0: someone talking to you, right, Billy? Right, right, right. I got it. I got it.
2: (laughs) How are you? So
0: let's, uh, I don't even know where to begin because there there was so much vitriol coming out on Sunday and Monday and where this team is now, I mean, obviously postseason hopes are pretty much dashed, but this thing is just when you only score nine points against the team that's giving up the most in the National Football League, there is something innately wrong that I still cannot place my finger on.
2: Yeah, Billy, it was the first time the Lions had held an opponent to single digits in five years. I mean, think think about that. And and not and not just, you know, I, I went and I traced Detroit's last number of, of of games, and it's not like they hold people to 10 or 12 or 14 real often either. Most of the time people are lighting them up for 35, 37, 40. Um, it, it was the worst scoring defense in football. Um, it, it's inexcusable that they find a way to – Score just nine points. Dreadful in the red zone. Aaron Rodgers with probably one of his worst five games. Right as a as a Packer. Um, and and the question becomes, what do they do? Right where where do they where do they go from here? And uh, because Bill, the, the the next three opponents when you look at it are probably three of the best eight teams in football. Um, you know, Dallas is probably a top five, six, seven outfit philly when they go on the road there in a couple of weeks that that might be the best team in football and, and and they have tennessee on the quick turnaround next thursday night and and you saw what tennessee did sunday against kansas city i'm not sure anybody in football plays harder than than tennessee does they play like their hair's on fire every single snap it's what it's what Lafleur wants to get out of his guys on a consistent week in and week out basis so they're three and six now billy when when this is done i mean they there's certainly probably a 50 50 chance they're sitting at three and nine maybe best case scenario they're four and eight and and now you and I are starting to have the discussion, right? When do you when do you take a long look at Jordan Love and and, and see what your future looks like at at the quarterback position if if we get to the end of the month, Bill, and, and they're out of the playoff picture? Because I mean, I I think at this point in time, Matt Lafleur has tried about everything he can from a from a motivation from a rallying standpoint, um, scheme wise. I just I, I don't think the talent is there on the offensive side of the ball to get this you know figured out in in 2022 and and there, there's clearly some chemistry issues going on with the head coach and and the quarterback and and all of a sudden it feels a lot like 2018 again when things were blowing up on aaron Rodgers and mike mccarthy and oh guess what who's coming to town on sunday right, right. we come full circle here comes big mac so it's uh it's uh it's it's, it's a dark dark time in in green bay bill and, and and i don't think they can pull themselves out here in 2022
0: so let me ask you this. I I don't think they can pull themselves out of it either. But you know, it, we talk about Rodgers needing to be on the same page with these young receivers and such. So at what point do you say Aaron you're done trying to be on the same page with the receivers. We'll wait till next year and Jordan we're going to find out what you have or is it fair to throw Jordan into the fire with a, you know, an ailing wide receiving core, a patchwork offensive line? and and you know not much success for Rodgers. so what do you expect out of jordan love you know what I mean? I mean it's kind of a catch-22 for jordan love to go into a situation right now
2: yeah but you've got to find out sooner than later bill i mean they've got a tough decision to make on him this off season whether or not to pick up that fifth year option and i'm sure they will but at the same point in time you know jordan loves people are going to be screaming this off season that that it's time for him to get on the field somewhere and in green bay's got a you know, he, he has sat patiently for three years, Bill. The, the, the last quarterback chosen in round one before Jordan Love that had to sit for three years was Aaron Charles Rogers back in 2005. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen in today's NFL. So you know this offseason his people are going to be saying, listen, figure it out, Green Bay. Either, either he's your future, sign him to, you know, give, give him an extension, move on at some point here shortly from Rogers, or let Jordan Love go somewhere else let him let him go to Houston let him you know let, let let him let him go to whatever a quarterback needy team indianapolis whatever it turns out to be Billy. and and and, and green bay's got to have an answer uh, because bill on, uh, you know here's another carrot to consider a caveat to think about if this continues to plummet it, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that green bay could end up let's say 5 and 12 fifth pick in the draft sixth seventh eighth pick in the draft it's a huge quarterback year coming up here in the 2023 draft. That Green Bay's got to get some answers on Jordan Love at the same point in time, even if it's playing with a watered-down cast of, of wide receivers and, and tight ends. I mean, but, Bill, even at the end of the game the other day, they, they, they trotted out there, Lazard and Watkins and Toure and Tunyon. And I mean, there were enough weapons to go win the football game in, in that final drive against Detroit. It, I, I don't think it's an unfair expectation to ask jordan you know jordan love to to try to go win football games with that group of people at this point in time and and green bay needs to get those answers bill uh sooner than later on love uh to to, to have any kind of idea i think where they're going in february and march at the quarterback position and then when we get to april bill let's just say hypothetically they're sitting at 678 the draft somehow is quarterback a position they go and take at that point in time i you know if, if they don 't like what they see from love down the stretch, then maybe they take the you know maybe maybe they find a way to get the kid out of Ohio State or Alabama or whatever it turns out to be, and if they like love enough then you know then you 've got some answers there but 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 Bill, I think this is going to set up as the perfect time for them to find out what they have in Jordan love.
0: Uh, the offense itself. Now you know I, I've seen a couple of different breakdowns where Rodgers you know has guys wide open, looks at them, doesn't throw them the ball, throws the ball out of bounds, whatever. You know, what do you see? Uh, because there are times where I look at it, and I'm thinking, Aaron, what are you doing? There's other times where I'm thinking, I've never seen Aaron Rodgers throw into the face mask of a player, never. Uh, and some of these balls that he's tossed, I'm thinking, is the thumb that bad? And then he turns around and makes a throw. That's that only he can make with some unbelievable zip on it, and I don't know what to believe right now.
2: I don't know that that any us, any of us know what to believe at, at at this point in time when it comes to Rogers, and you know, and 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 then it's the body language, and it's it's it, it's the off the you know who's he screaming at after he throws these interceptions the other day, Bill. Right? I mean, the 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 only the only fault really lies at, at the feet of the quarterback himself, like you said. He throws it off the, the helmet of a of a defensive lineman. If you go back and watch that play a few times, Bill, it was already a bad throw. It was going to be behind the receiver on the on the slant route to begin with, but he throws it so low and off the helmet. You know, he underthrows the the the, the ball to Bakhtiari, which you know it, it's comical that I'm even saying that throwing a ball to Bakhtiari. Um, you know, but he, he badly underthrows that pass. Um, you know, and, and and Bill, when 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 they asked the fifty million dollar man to deliver at crunch time. I mean, everything's set up perfectly for them. They're, they 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 were atrocious all game, but they get the ball back at the 43, I think it was, with two minutes and all their timeouts, and all they've got to do is march 57 yards against the worst defense in football, We you know, worst scoring defense, worst yardage defense, um, and, and, and Rodgers can't get that done, and that's been the story of his career, Bill. He's not good in these clutch situations. We watched Brady the other day against the Rams, engineer a drive in 45 seconds or whatever, whatever it was to – to go win the football game. And I and I think everybody kind of went ho-hum. That's Tom Brady. Bill, you, you, you point out a time to me. That I, I I have a hard time racking my brain remembering the last time, you know, Rodgers led a drive like that down six with a minute or two to go to win a football game. Those last four throws he made were were, as, were just as bad as the interceptions he made through the day. He turned down an easy check down on first down to A.J. Dillonville, you know, when they're at the 17 with, with first down and he threw up you know, a ball that had about a fifteen percent chance of being completed to Alan Lazard. His second down pass to Lazard was was pretty much just a prayer for a for a Hail Mary. He throws behind Amari Rogers on third down and then he, you know, he, he he has he has you know no uh no chemistry on that fourth down pass that he's trying to throw to, to Sammy Watkins. You know why why he's throwing for the end zone on the majority of those balls, Bill, make makes absolutely no sense. It's first and ten at the seventeen so you know, not only is the whole offense out of sync, it, you know, it, it, it starts with the quarterback. You know, he, he's the guy, Bill, who went on Pat McAfee two weeks ago and said it's time to start cutting reps for the guys that that aren't getting it done. Well, you know, he, he's got to look in the mirror. He was the he, he's the first one who didn't get it done Sunday.
0: Yeah, I have never seen him play that poorly. I don't know if it's frustration. I don't know if it's just wailing at the wail. It I I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to do too much. Uh, I, I, that's a great question. And then obviously the last play of the game, you see Sammy Watkins with inside leverage, try to push through it and get to the inside when clearly Rodgers was reading outside at what point, I mean, you know, Sammy Watkins and I, I saw some of the statistics for his, his route runs, his catches, his yards run it, it, it man, you talk about just not a good pickup at all. I, you know, did they really yeah. believe that Sammy Watkins had anything in the tank?
2: Bill, I, I have a hunch. If you and I went back and we replayed our conversations in May and June, I, I think that the writing was on the wall then. It was very predictable to to a lot of people how this how this wide receiver group would w- would play itself out. And and the one thing I think we consistently said four or five months ago is. Well, th- th- there's no way this will be the wide receiver group they bring into the into the regular season, right? They're going to they're add a piece in June or July or August or somewhere because there's no way they can go into the season with, with Lazard and Watkins and Cobb and rookies and things like that. Well, that's exactly what they've done, and, and the results have been remarkably predictable. You're seeing Aaron Rodgers play some of the worst uh, football of his of, of his career they're, they're 27th in points right now at 17 a game I mean I mean think of that Bill 17 points a game when when they were in their heyday with Mike McCarthy in 2011 Bill that 2011 season they scored 560 points that's 35 a game so they're half of that this particular season I mean it's it's been dreadful and and I and, and again a lot of this falls on the front office There were there were opportunities to go ahead and you know, and, and, and find a way to add people as 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 we got closer to cut down day in in August. They certainly blew it, I thought, last week when, you know, that they, they didn't up the offer for Claypool to go ahead and add a wide receiver. I'd even go as far back as the draft bill. Brian Gutekunst controlled the draft in April. He had all those picks and uh, a couple of first rounders. He could have easily moved himself up into the top eight or ten or twelve and taken one of these stud receivers. Like you, like you've seen with Olave or you know, or, or, or Wilson and, and and guys like that, have really, really good rookie years. Well, the guy he traded up for is Christian Watson, who can't mm-hmm. stay on the field. So, really, Bill, everything they've touched has turned to nonsense at that position uh, th- this particular season. And and, and, the, and the proof is in the pudding. I, it, it, it it's just it, it's a bad group overall of wide receivers, and and I don't think it should be a, a, a real shock to anybody that that some of the numbers look the way they do.
0: Um, I want to ask you, defensively speaking, because there's been so much screaming for Joe Barry and such, and Joe Barry's defense didn't actually play that bad against a team that can put up some points. Um, So do you see, because I'm not in favor of just blowing out coaches to blow out coaches. You know, I want to see them kind of right the ship. Do you, let's just say Mike Murphy comes in and just destroys the Packers on Sunday. Do you see a change being made either, one, before the end of the season, two, at the end of the season, or do you think they keep Matt LaFleur just because the window of opportunity here is the next two years, maybe, with Aaron Rodgers, and they don't want to
2: mess things up? Are you saying that – so you said they keep Matt LaFleur. You're not suggesting they fire Matt.
0: No, no. I'm just asking, do you think they do? I mean, or do you think that – like, like no. I said, if if you bring in – do you bring in another coach? Because Do I don't no. think they fire him either. I know some people want to, but I, I'm not in favor of just blowing a guy out.
2: No, 39 and 10, I, I think Matt LaFleur's got two years of house credit built up, Billy. I, I think right. I think he could be 5 and 12 this year, and there's no question. You know, he, he comes back in 2023. He could even have a bad season in 2023 and, and maybe come back in 2024, minus Aaron Rodgers or something like that. I think there's a lot of people in the organization that would love to see Matt LaFleur's offense run the way Matt LaFleur wants it run not the way Aaron Rodgers wants it run I mean I I can promise you that um you know that 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 throw to Bakhtiari on the goal line is not a Matt LaFleur call that that that, that's the quarterback trying to take care of his good buddy and you know and and that's just one play out of 20 probably in an average football game that Matt LaFleur is sending in that 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 he wants run and and they don't get run you know Bill, it's interesting. I, I've been going back looking at a lot of my old Mike McCarthy stories and, from four years ago, and how that whole thing fell apart with Aaron Rodgers. And you know, and, and one of the big breakdowns, obviously, was you know that McCarthy could never get Rodgers to buy in on on his play call. We, we we'd get to the fourth quarter, and, and McCarthy would have sent in a play three times, and it was and it was never run. And it might have been a play Mike McCarthy fell in love with on a Wednesday, and he wanted to see that play run in the second quarter against the bears and rogers kept audibling out of it and audibling out of it and changing things and stuff like that and now now those two had a number of problems but that was the, you know that their their difference in play calling and philosophy and things like that was was certainly at the forefront well it is ironic that you fast forward now four years later almost you know to the exact time where mike mccarthy was fired after that you know to, uh, to home loss to to Arizona back in in 2018, and and all the problems that McCarthy was having with the quarterback four years ago, Matt Lafleur seems to be having with with Aaron Rodgers right now. So you know, to your initial point or question, Bill, I think Matt Lafleur is really safe. I'll be honest; I think he might be safer right now inside the organization than the quarterback.
0: Good stuff as always, buddy. I appreciate it, and we're going to talk real soon. Okay.
2: All right. Always fun. Thanks, Bill.
0: Thanks, Rob. Good insight, man. Good stuff. Uh, Very much telling it like it is. Always appreciate that. Good stuff from our buddy Rob Reichel. You can find him at Rob Reichel over on Twitter, Forbes.com, Conley Media as well. Read all of his stuff there. Hey, uh, I know this past weekend was not uh, necessarily your weekend when it came to uh, enjoying things, but uh, maybe you kind of drowned a few sorrows. If you're going to do that and uh, maybe masochistically watching some Packers football, our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery say, hey, look, we just try to have fun in a bottle. That's what our motto is. We've won awards, we've won many different competitions, but we just want you to enjoy it. There's got to be some enjoyment in your life, right? Uh, everything gets so serious and so upsetting and so angry. No, 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 just enjoy. Just enjoy what they have to offer, whether it's the Moscatos or the Merlots or the Cabs or the Pinot Grigios. They have ciders that are just out of this world. You can mix, you can match, you can do certain things with them, throw ice in there. They don't care, just enjoy it. That's our friends from Forgotten Fire Wine. Go to Forgotten Wine. Dot com That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. Again, ForgottenFireWinery.com. and ask for it by name at local grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores. They're just good people. And if you're in go walk in and tell them you heard about it right here on the show. Say, I heard it on the Bill Michael Show. So what's up? And Jake will come out or Chris will come out or Melissa will come out. They'll give you the, the wine tasting right there. You can go through many of the different bottles and brands. Do that for free. For free. For free. And then pick out what you like. Pick out what you like, but you got to tell them you heard it here on the program. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. Let's get back into the phone calls. Many different thoughts. We got uh, the power rankings coming up at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned. We got more right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports
2: Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.